0: City of Hope, named by U.S. News and World Report as one of the top cancer hospitals in the country for the 11th year, brings you City of Hope Radio.
1: Here's Melanie Cole. Pancreatic cancer is one of the most challenging diseases to treat since it rarely shows symptoms in its early stages. However, aggressive therapies and specialized care can significantly improve outcomes and increase the likelihood of a cure. City of Hope has one of the most experienced pancreatic cancer programs in the United States with a multidisciplinary team that takes an integrated approach to fighting cancers of the pancreas. My guest today is Dr. Lale Maelstrom. She's an assistant clinical professor in the Department of Surgery, specializing in liver and pancreatic surgery at City of Hope. Welcome to the show, Dr. Maelstrom. So tell us a little bit about pancreatic cancer. What's the difference? People hear exocrine tumors, islet cell tumors. Tell us some of the differences that we might hear so that we can better understand the difficulty and challenge that goes with this disease.
0: Thank you, Melanie, for having me. So uh, pancreas cancer comes in several different varieties. The pancreas gland, its job is multifactorial. So one, its job is to make hormones like insulin to help you regulate your blood sugar. And there are other uh, uh, cells in the gland that make other types of hormones to, he- to help regulate blood sugar. Um, and based on that, the... Um, there are tumors that can arise from those cells. Those are termed neuroendocrine tumors. You can have functional or non-functional neuroendocrine tumors. If they're functional, they secrete hormones, and patients may have symptoms. But those tumors, neuroendocrine tumors, are not what we traditionally consider pancreatic cancer or pancreatic adenocarcinoma. The other job of the pancreas is to make enzymes to help you digest your food. The cells that make those enzymes are what we call the exocrine function of the pancreas, and those cells are the cells that lead or that can develop the traditional pancreatic adenocarcinoma that we so often hear about. The challenge with the disease, uh, uh, pancreatic adenocarcinoma, is that it can be quite insidious. So by the time patients have symptoms, the disease has progressed relatively to the lymph nodes or to other distant sites, particularly when patients often present with pain or abdominal bloating. On the other hand, occasionally patients will present with jaundice, where the tumor is right at the head of the gland, blocking the outflow of bile from the liver. Very, very small tumors can present in this way. So I always encourage patients. If you, you know, if if you're told you have pancreas cancer, it does not mean that it's not resectable. It does not mean that it's late stage. Additional workup and evaluation can better tell us if you could be a candidate for an operation, which truly, in 2015, surgery is really the only chance at cure. And uh, and it's always not not surgery alone. It's in conjunction with uh, multidisciplinary care, specifically. Uh, chemotherapy and sometimes radiation
1: since it's so difficult to catch early are there anything that we might notice or in a loved one besides jaundice which means it's already you know getting there what might we notice is there any way to tell are there any signs and symptoms
0: well, really, you know, with any malignancy, you say, listen to your body. If something is not right and it's persistently not right, you need to get it evaluated. And sometimes it may take several trips to the physician or potentially to a gastroenterologist. If you're having abdominal bloating, weight loss, um, early uh, early satiety or, or getting full very quickly, reflux that's not uh, uh, um, alleviated by normal... Um, uh, acid blockers. These are all potentially signs that something is not right. I'm not saying that those are definitive signs of potential pancreatic cancer, but if your body's biology and physiology is not uh, behaving as it has for you know many, many years, something has changed, I would persist on getting that evaluated. And sometimes it takes several, several tries or sometimes it takes several physicians to sort out but sure, a CAT scan is, is warranted uh, to, to see potentially what's going on.
1: Are there certain risk factors? Is there a genetic component to pancreatic cancer?
0: Sure. The, the, um, there, so panc- the familial the, the or the genetic um, pancreatic adenocarcinomas comprise a very, very small proportion of all pancreas cancer but there are certain known mutations that increase your risk of developing it, Uh, specifically the BRCA um, uh, mutations that we often associate with uh, breast cancer. Those folks have an increased risk of developing pancreatic cancer and perhaps could be offered surveillance CT scans. Um, That's number one. Number two, there's something called a P16 mutation. Those folks are also at risk of developing pancreatic adenocarcinoma. When you first uh, meet a patient as a, as a physician or as an intern, if you do their family history, if they have an extensive history of gastrointestinal cancers, melanoma, and breast cancer, those should all be signals in your mind that potentially this patient could be at risk of developing pancreatic cancer and imaging or, um, or more careful monitoring is warranted.
1: So tell us about the treatments. You mentioned that surgery is definitely something you have to do now, along with other multidisciplinary approaches. What is going on in the world of pancreatic cancer? What's exciting in the research and surgery? Because we hear, Dr. Malstrom, sure. about the Whipple procedure, this big, sure. huge procedure. Sure. What's going sure. on in your world?
0: So, you know, the the uh, it has been over decades and decades and decades where we don't necessarily change the complications associated with that operation. It's quite a large operation. We cut a piece of the stomach, we cut a piece of the bile duct, we cut a piece of the pancreas, and then we reconstruct all those three um, uh, all those three um, uh, areas of division. And uh, the operation is certainly safer than it was uh, 20, 30 years ago, but the potential complications still occur. We have made great advances in addressing those potential complications with interventional radiology, CAT scans, um, uh, certain procedures we do in the operating room to minimize the severity of the complications. Now, the uh, the just like pancreas cancer, colon cancer, stomach cancer, the uh, the overall care is multidisciplinary, so the sooner you can get patients recovered from their operation, the faster they can receive their adjuvant chemotherapy, and the more effective it is, because the theory of chemo is you've taken out the macroscopic lesion and now the chemotherapy is to kill off the microscopic cells that you cannot see by eye and therefore minimize the risk of the cancer coming back so uh, so for us minimally invasive surgery is uh, is really the next horizon to improving the uh, the functional um, uh, uh, re- uh, ability of the patient after uh, an operation like a Whipple or a, uh, a distal pancreatectomy. So Whipple is what we do for a cancer in the head of the pancreas, in the front part of the pancreas, and a distal pancreatectomy is what we do for the tail of the pancreas. The gland itself spans from the right side of the abdomen underneath the rib cage all the way to the left side of the abdomen. And on the left side, it's immediately adjacent to the spleen, and on the right side, it's at the base of the liver, small intestine, and stomach. So it's really kind of a very delicate location where a lot of things in the gastrointestinal tract come together. So minimally invasive surgery is is what I was getting at. So currently, we're able to offer uh, distal pancreatectomies and splenectomies either using the Da Vinci robot, which is a um, a, a tool that is in my mind, far superior than laparoscopy because the da Vinci has the ability to move the uh, instrument in the abdominal cavity like a a human wrist so that you have that fine motor uh, capability comparable to your own hand. And actually, the da Vinci is able to correct for any tremor in the surgeon's hand. So It's almost a a super fine detail uh, uh, piece of equipment. But again, we always we always emphasize that it is a tool. it's not necessarily kind of a uh, 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 an overreaching uh, uh, um, technology. you still have to have the basic skill set and familiarity with the anatomy and the disease to do these operations so at city of Hope we're able to offer robotic distal pancreatectomies, laparoscopic distal pancreatectomies, and we are um, we are progressing to offer um, Robotic pancreaticoduodenectomies or Whipple operations. The uh, the operation typically takes about four hours, and the length of stay in the hospital is about seven days for a Whipple. And uh, over time, we've been able to shorten the time of the, the duration of the operation, the length of stay, and hasten the recovery so patients can receive their adjuvant chemotherapy faster.
1: Dr. Maelstrom, in just the last minute or so, give your best advice on hope for the future of pancreatic cancer for people listening and why they should come to City of Hope for their care.
0: So, number one, hope in that um, this disease, I would say after melanoma, has the greatest amount of effort. And uh, technological advancement on a molecular level, there are multiple therapies in line currently being evaluated in phase one and phase two trials for patients with specifically metastatic pancreas cancer. Several of which are are led by City of Hope, that um, that that are um, essentially the next the next step in uh, in in care for patients with pancreatic cancer, and City of Hope. We have uh, three uh, senior pancreatic surgeons. We have uh, two medical oncologists, um, one radiation oncologist, and two interventional radiologists whose primary effort and goal is the care of GI malignancies. Um, Two of us have a very intensive uh, lab effort, including myself, where in every spectrum, both in uh, uh, activism uh, through uh, uh, the Pancreatic Cancer Network, through our research, my, my lab, and through our clinic or, clinical care. In the full spectrum, we are wholly dedicated to this disease and improving the, uh, the survival of these patients.
1: Thank you so much for such great information. You're listening to City of Hope Radio. And for more information, you can go to cityofhope.org. That's cityofhope.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.